0: Hello, and welcome to More Like a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the last forgotten characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Will! Which one is it? What's
1: happening? Oh, this it's this Will, sorry. Yes,
0: that Will. House Party Protocol, Will. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm
1: great. I'm sorry to interrupt. My bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, its uh, it's been uh, been chill around here lately. I just finished recording the longest House Party Protocol episode I've ever done uh, yesterday. So that was kind of a, an Ooh. experience. Shout out to Brad. He, he participated with me.
0: What were you talking about?
1: Uh, we were talking about a roster build that I was doing for NashCon. We uh, did the opening roster of like, okay, I'm going to test out this for a little while and we'll revisit it later kind of situation.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So for those, those who may not know you, which probably is very few people, but still, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh,
1: yes, my name is Will. I do a podcast called House Party Protocol, which Lexa has participated in uh, more than a few times, and it's always a good time. Mm-hmm. And over there, it's kind of very general. We do character reviews, roster building, tactics talks. But it's always through the lens of having fun first and making sure that whatever you're doing, you're doing it with fun and good vibes in mind. Like we can get into some competitive talk every now and again, but at the same time, it's not trying to be competitive and cutthroat and all that stuff. Like not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Just, you know, the vibe, the vibe is the vibe. You know, we're coming, we're having a good time. We're rolling some dice and, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: Now, as always, I must ask you, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Well, Alexa,
1: there's a group of characters, and that would be the Fantastic Four, but I think I've said that before.
0: Yeah, I think you have. So, if we're
1: going by characters that I haven't mentioned before, oh, man, it's tough, you know, because we've got so many of my personal favorites in the game right now but i think i'd like to see let's see here let me let me rack my brain for for characters that i think would be just way awesome i'd like to see something like polaris i think yes i I have a lot of good options but i think polaris could be like a really solid three or four threat that could Engage with the Brotherhood and the X-Men in a really fun way.
0: hmm So And I wanna... of course would mod mine to be like the one from the T V show because yes, I'm going to do Punk Girl Polaris. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: So yeah. Um now then, who did we bring to who did you bring for us to talk about today?
1: Well, I brought Sentinel Mark Four. Yes. Not- Sentinel Prime, just Sentinel. Baby Sentinels. Baby Sentinels. I mean, they're still size 5, but they're definitely babies. Yes.
0: Um. So, of course, we will not be putting him in his home affiliation of Sentinels.
1: Of course not.
0: So, what is the first affiliation that jumps out to you?
1: Well, I have experience playing a Sentinel Mark IV in Convocation. And that's one that... Kind of hits for me for a lot of reasons. But I don't necessarily think it would be their best affiliation.
0: I I one, I think they love Convocation for books. Books do oh, so hell. much for
1: them, my god. Absolutely.
0: Turning them into a four double wild for four double wilds is such a stat line. Yes, it is. And I'm also, I would not be surprised if there is a control build of convocation that utilize them.
1: Yeah, that's more or less what I tried to do was play a little bit of a control game with them with convocation, especially when you can get the right crisis set up. It mm-hmm. can work out pretty decently. And, and like you said, that, that book's turn with them getting the... Basically, mystic armor of strange. It's just, it's so great.
0: Yeah. And they're a character that you can put into Convocation that does not share the Convocation's weakness to energy attacks. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah. I, I also think we need to bring up Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. They are big doofuses. He likes big doofuses. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think Criminal Syndicate is probably another one of those, like, really great spots for them. You know, you bring up big doofuses, but it's like, look, if you can have a model that is more or less, barring very specific things, immovable, that's good for Kingpin.
0: Yeah. Any other affiliations that jump out to you? Man.
1: You know, that jump out? Not particularly. I think there, you could make a case... For guardians, because being able to get those re rolls and stuff like that on them will just make them that much more consistent. Guardians overall lack a little bit of control. So you can use a Sentinel as a, you know, uh, a distraction card effects, as it were, and and have some fun with guardians there, I think. And then I also know that uh, the big boy Sentinel got put into shield a lot. At one point. I don't necessarily hate that for the little guy either.
0: Yeah. I also... You will know this better than me. Does he work in Web Warriors? I mean, it's
1: not great, but it's not bad either. And especially given the fact that Web Warriors now has a lot of really great tools that they didn't have previously. So when you factor in a... Agent Venom, Spider-Woman, characters like that that just really shore up any weaknesses that Spider-Foes had at one point, I think you can put a Sentinel there and you won't feel bad about it, Mm -hmm. but Web Warriors want to move, and so I'd rather have probably something else that's a little tankier than a Sentinel can be, even with the Web Warrior reroll. In that situation there, like I... I'd probably rather have something like Gwenpool instead of a Sentinel as a four drop right there because she's a lot more mobile and, and fits the bill a little better.
0: But I'm just like, here a character that with the exception of turn one and maybe even turn one because Web Warriors are a advanced r d team pretty consistently at this point. That can just double move, get some anyone off of a point. Oh, yeah.
1: It's and that's valuable. It's I mean, it's definitely valuable but i don't think over the course of an entire game that that's going to be able to pay enough dividends
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know what i mean i mean maybe that's the thing i would like to try that at some point because i don't think i've played sentinels in web warriors yet i played them so much in convocation mm-hmm. and did what you said you know it's it, hey wong give these guys an extra power and now
0: strength cables
1: is online you know
0: mm-hmm. Of course, there's also the other option of um, just Steve Avengers, if you oh, want yeah. to turn one with strength cables.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's never a bad time.
0: I also kind of want to point at Inhumans.
1: That one was piquing my interest as I was scrolling through the affiliation list. But why, why do you want to point at Inhumans?
0: Because the the way the Sentinel works is he gains two power at the end of his activation, mm-hmm. um, and he's a character that is that will spend power fairly consistently, so he's going end up at so he takes good advantage of the proactive part of of uh, the gaining power part of Inhumans leadership, but even if he spends down to zero, he will always be at two power to pass around to other people.
1: Yeah. Yep. That I think is really spicy as well. Because like you said, being able to pass off that power and and basically you have a battery every single turn that when you think about the size of that sixty five millimeter base yeah. range three around that, mm-hmm. you're
0: you're doing a lot. Um He is also at that 65 millimeter base he can contest objectives Tone one Mm -hmm. which may mean you want to look at hellfire club
1: (laughs) i didn't even think about hellfire club there you go i did not even think about hellfire club that's a good one
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and hellfire club is a really interesting one and i mean i don't hate it yeah
0: i don't hate it Mm mm-hmm yeah. But yeah. like there are definitely avenues for this character. Oh yeah. Um He's he's also really interesting because he spends to increase dice on his builder. Yeah, and that's the thing
1: with Sentinel is you have to make sure you're maximizing your power regeneration. So yeah, you're gonna get your two power back, which is just great at the end of your turn. Mm-hmm. But you want to be able to, to do two things, in my experience. It is threaten restraint cables every turn mm-hmm. and be able to buff plasma blast by at least two every turn mm-hmm. because then you're at least punching above your your printed weight class in a, in a way. Yeah. And then... If you're able to get lucky on one of your plasma blasts rolling into a suppression protocol, suppression protocols is a really good spender. Yeah. Uh-huh. So being able to roll into a suppression protocols is something that you want to be able to do early, but not at the sacrifice of ending your turn on zero power. Yeah. Um
0: he might also be
1: okay in New Doc. Yeah, that's one I had looked at as well when we were talking about Criminal Syndicate. I think if we really want to maximize the Sentinel's utility and put things around him that's going to help him succeed, I think Criminal Syndicate is probably the best option. Mm -hmm. Because you've got a lot of places that he can go where... Okay, well, do I attack Sentinel or do I... Go and try to do something to Rhino or do I go and try to do something to Kingpin or uh, Mitch and Gwenpool again you know do I mm-hmm. deal with these more threatening models to try to screw with this Sentinel like how do, how do I do that you know what I mean and I think New Doc really helps with his consistency which is
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. also Sentinel will always have the power to spend for all in this world are beneath me
1: <laughs> yeah this is true
0: um finally we we talk about maximizing the consistency of that uh plasma blast. If you mm-hmm. want to get consistency, you go to Wakanda. True. True.
1: But I think that Wakanda is not the consistency kings that they once were. When you look at things like okay, Mbaku Wakanda Sure. Absolutely.
0: I have opinions but about Mbaku Wakanda.
1: You want to talk about consistency? If there's one or more wilds in the role, you can change one die result to a hit. That's really good. And then yeah. it's very similar, very similar to Moda. Okay, it sounds like you have opinions.
0: Yes. So, um, I've stated this on my Discord. I think Mbaku... Takes two leaderships that are super interesting and makes very slight changes to make them way less interesting. Interesting, <laughs> um, because uh, you take out the ability to change into shields, uh, even on attack. I think it, which is I think more important on attack than defense, because there's a lot of triggers now that are something plus shield on attack. Yep, we've got a few, um, and so it changes the characters that are it doesn't allow like New Dark does interesting characters to thrive where they wouldn't otherwise and then by make constricting it to once per turn it means that on the pushed or placed uh it means that you are no longer blocking things like sword base with that ability yeah And that is such an important part of the game plan of uh, uh, Winter God. Right. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: you know, it's one of those things. I think they had to do it that way in order to keep it balanced because you're giving two effective two leaderships to one character. Mm -hmm. So and when it comes to thinking about consistency and it's like. Sentinel pay one, re-roll one, but Sentinel's probably dumping a bunch of power already, so saying, okay, well, I can either get an extra die on my Plasma Blast, or I can save one for a re-roll. Well, you always want the extra die every time.
0: I was never looking at Sentinel paying the power. I was looking at uh, Shuri around him, stuff like that. Uh, Yeah.
1: Um, Sure. Jury re-rolls are, are the best kind of re-rolls because you don't have to pay for them.
0: Yes, and I also think um, that Sentinel is a very good ally to um, Zola Oh, yeah. Because he does not care about that downside.
1: Yep, doesn't care about the bleed at all. That's why when I was running Sentinels as an affiliation for a while, I was like, well, somebody like Zola was in and then... Hood was also in yep. because okay, cool. Let's just heal them up, and they don't care about it being bleeding.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think we're I think we're really making a case for criminal syndicate here overall. Yeah. Honestly.
0: So do we uh, get? Are we doing dual leader criminal syndicate here?
1: I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I think we. I think we might have an opportunity for a little versatile strategy action, which always excites me.
0: Okay, here's the real question. Do we go triple leader? I kind of don't hate it. Yeah. I kind of don't hate it. Don't hate it either. So we're getting Nudoc, and we're getting in Kingpin, and we're getting in Shadowlands Ditto. Yeah.
1: (laughs) This is going to be the craziest list, and I'm so.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the show, people. Oh, yeah. Uh, since we've talked about three of them, let's talk about the last one.
1: Shadowlands Daredevil, yeah. Uh,
0: well, so we've talked, we've mentioned three of them. There's a fourth criminal syndicate leadership here.
1: I forgot about Claw, yeah.
0: Um. I don't think we're a Claw list. I think Claw is going to be a tech piece for energy pay to flips. Absolutely. Um. And in that, he is going to Dunk on people. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I think Claw is very much a tech situation, and when when you're building a list like this, and with a leadership or with an affiliation that has four leaders, mm-hmm. you you can take two, and then that third one, like Claw. I think Claw can play with the other boys just fine. Yeah, but I don't think he you're going to use his leadership very often. No,
0: but I I think this may push. I think there will suddenly be builds of criminal syndicate that can play against X-Men on pay-to-flips. Yeah. Just because this is our first character with a five in a pay-to-flip stat. Yep. Uh, Except for a carnage, technically. Yeah. But, but he has a bunch of other downsides.
1: He's, just, he's got a lot of one downsides, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't think this is quite a claw list.
1: No. I'd, uh, I'd say when, when we've got four characters tied up, three of them are leaders, one of them is Sentinel. And all of them
0: think- are 4th yeah. threats. Exactly. Um. So I think we already talked about one other affiliated piece that I think we should get in here. Which one is that? Hood. Hood, oh, definitely. Definitely like Hood
1: for this particular build we're doing here, I think. I think Hood's really good character in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I think Hood's Hood's gang's a bit of a trap. Yeah. But but I like Hood a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm down with Hood.
0: Now, who's your next criminal syndicate? Because I don't think we need any more four threats. I agree with you. I think the number one
1: primo, top priority character that we put in here because he's just so good, so
0: efficient, is Bullseye. Yes. I don't think we can complain about the infiltration to threat. No. <laughs> and not even a little bit. That has not been where Criminal Syndicate's weaknesses have been. Correct. Now, here's a question for you, Lexa. Mm-hmm. What
1: direction are we going when we put Sentinel in? The idea with this is to play Sentinel in every, every match, right? Yeah. So, with... MODOK, Nudok, Kingpin, mm-hmm. and Shadowlands. Sentinel can get something from all three of those. Yeah. But is there one that we like more than the others?
0: I think we like Nudoc a lot, and I think we like Kingpin a lot. I think I think Shadowlands is definitely the third choice that we use because I think he's a solid model in affiliation. Correct, correct.
1: I'm with you. So we've we've got six characters here already. Yeah. It's a lot.
0: And I think there are two more in affiliation characters that I think we really should consider. Who's that? First off, I think we go with one five threat in the list, and I think that should be Ulik.
1: Yeah, I do like Ulick as a five for sure.
0: He me... so you good. Know,
1: I like Ulik a lot, and he brings Rock and Troll as a tax card, which is just mm, chef's kiss. So good but interestingly a five threat in claw in this instance doesn't sound bad i don't think we want him for his leadership but bringing that nice other energy attacker to the squad having having that kind of tanky healing thing that he's got going on immune to a lot of different conditions lets you play something like demons a lot easier all of that stuff i think it's interesting
0: yeah but i'm Oolix. <laughs> Oolix is Oolix is just so good i haven't had claus not out yet so i haven't had the chance to play him even though i know he exists in some places on the internet right um right. i'm very much a model in front of me type of person
1: i feel that let me ask you another question is do we need an in
0: affiliation five for this roster I don't know um, we may not we may not need a five at all and we'll just play a little bit of a wider game Um. Yeah. so let let's set the five to the side and come back to it yeah the other one I was suggesting because I think it works well with Sentinel I think he's Secretly, one of the best threes in Criminal Syndicate. It's Craven the Hunter.
1: Interesting. Interesting. So, I have a lot of opinions about Craven, Alexa. Mm-hmm. And and one of those opinions is, I love Craven.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would love him much more if he had one side of his card that had six health. <laughs> yeah. Like and here's the thing. Here's the thing about Craven. And the, why do you want Craven here? Because I, I I think I know why.
0: Um, one I think he is honest to God. I think he is my favorite three threat for a Criminal Syndicate. I put him higher than Hood on my in affiliation tier list. That's fair. That's
1: fair. I I like Taskmaster a lot too.
0: Yeah, Taskmaster is also great. I've been playing him a lot in New Doc, but I think. My personal view of it is uh, I think the community in general undervalues the characters that can make attacks and still get on points turn one. Yeah. And he is a character that can do that. Yep. And then...
1: has a lot of good range to it, and then it's he's able to move, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he has a built-in re-roll, which is exceptionally powerful in both... Shadowlands, where you're suddenly getting two rerolls on offense. And yep. Nudoc, where suddenly that reroll can roll you into wilds to activate the Nudoc effect. Yep. And then yeah. in the later game, Expert Tracker for the Sentinels it helps them with their power economy.
1: Expert Tracker is a great ability. Choose an enemy character. Allied characters roll one additional attack die when targeting Mm -hmm. a chosen character with attacks this round. So it just lasts for the whole round. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Problem I've always found with Expert Tracker is you have to activate Craven first. It locks you into activating him, maybe not first in a round, but you've got to activate him early enough where you're going to get value for that three power you spent. And that's always... The hardest thing for
0: me. So, I also think Craven is one of the better follow me players. Why is that? Um, I think he has very little to spend his power on until the explosive turn. Mm-hmm. So he can, he is perfectly fine getting to a point where he is at nine power. And then doing expert tracker or even seven power. Expert tracker, double attack, follow me into the threat you want to have expert tracker pay off on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with the mobility from Spear Thrust, you can always be in the right position to reach your the person you want to uh, uh, follow me into.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the movement from Spear Thrust is really underrated. Yeah. I don't hate the idea of mm-hmm.
2: It's
1: It's one that is, like, again, it, this is a character that I, when he first came out, I played a lot of. I want to love him more than I do currently, because I think that there's the, like you said, the movement, the guaranteed medium move if he has already moved off of spear thrust is something that will really surprise people a lot of times. And especially when you're playing Criminal Syndicate, being able to say, okay, cool, well, now your point is mine. Mm -hmm. Because you didn't expect me to be there. It's really great. So You're not going to necessarily get a lot of offensive output out of him, but I think that giving him, putting him here for his mobility aspect I think could be really
0: useful. So I'm, I'm down to throw him in cool um are there any other in affiliation pieces that jump out to you not that
1: jump out i don't Mm -hmm. there's some some good options that Mm -hmm. i think black cat could be a useful option on something like gamma or something like that like if if you pull gamma and you get lucky and you're able to play a little bit higher than 15 threats so you could do like kingpin black cat that makes seven a sentinel gives you 11 and then maybe you throw one of our other fours in there. shadowlands shadowlands exactly and and now you're able to kind of get to your opponent's back point with black cat early and threaten that i think that's huge but Mm -hmm. that's just one specific instance of her being super valuable i think she's got other ways that she's valuable yeah but but I think she's worth a consideration. Mm-hmm. But I've actually got an out of affiliation character I want to talk about here.
0: Okay, bring it. I
1: think it's Bucky. It's <sighs> I think. Bucky. Yeah, I, I, I know. And he's. If you want to just like put the put the we're not going to put Bucky in because he's so good thing on here, I'm I'm okay with that.
0: Let Let's talk about it quickly, and then okay. and then we can make the call on do we want to do this or not? Because Bucky is definitely very good. And I think he's good in at least two of the leadership that we are playing here.
1: And that is exactly the thing, is if we're playing a strategy of... You also got to look at... I'm kind of cutting myself off there, but you also got to look at the fact that all four... All three of the leaders that we have are four threat leaders. Yeah. And we're we're, we're bringing a Sentinel, which I think is going to have play within all three leaders. So you're committing to eight threat, off the rip, mm-hmm. unaffiliated. Yeah. Okay. So having a character like Bucky bring that rogue agent allows us to spread out a little more. And then we have a character like Kraven. So then that's another three threat. So we're at, what, 12? Nope, 12, uh, I'm doing bad math. 14 threat now. Yeah. So then we have options to go up from there with another four threat. We bring our two threat. We could bring, you know, a, a five threat in that instance and mm-hmm. feel pretty good about it at 19 if we do bring Ulick, stuff like that. So I think yeah. Bucky, and, and Bucky plays so well with New Doc. And Shadowlands, like if we're playing either New Dock or Shadowlands, we I don't think would be disappointed mm-hmm. having Bucky and his assault rifle do do that kind of stuff. Additionally, got your back. But here's the one for me that you can just really sneak up on people with. You can Hydra tactics off of that big base. Ooh, ooh, I love
0: it. Yeah, that's a lot of distance. Yeah. Um, I. Don't discount Bucky being very good. Um, my compunction is we already have enough in affiliation three threats and two threats to cover the point values anyway. That I don't mm-hmm. feel we need the rogue agent because we already have Craven and Hood and Bullseye to cover those slots. That's fair. Um, and one of the major like. I agree on the Nudoc angle. I I definitely think our ranking of leaderships that we're looking at is like Nudoc Kingpin Shadowlands. Correct. And so it's like, I'm. He is exciting in two of them, but they are the two on the ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Rather than the top two. I think he would be much more of a slam dunk if he was sitting. As very good in those top two. That's fair. And I wanna talk about a sibling of theirs. And I was
1: gonna that was the next one up for me. The next men up? Yeah, the next men up for me.
0: <laughs> uh the Howling Commandos.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Um, which I think are very valuable for this list because you can get Sentinel so far up the board turn one with them. Like my god. Yep. Um yeah. they still have that got your back. And they have the potential for doing a lot of distance in a turn.
1: They really do. They uh, really do. I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with the Hoff and the Boys being the drop here over mm-hmm. Bucky because yeah. like you said siblings in arms so one of the things that bucky has is he he can move himself a lot it mm-hmm. is not once per turn he can just bounce between characters and go get stuff it's amazing to see it yeah. in action however often the boys with siblings in arms being able to say okay i'm, I'm going to move myself off of you then i'm going to move you off of me
0: yeah and that is it's- like so that they uh range two 65 millimeter range one place um and then a range one place and a 65 uh a 50 millimeter place base a range one and then a 65 millimeter place is a lot of distance
1: it's a lot it's a lot so yeah I' I'm I'm super down with the uh, Hoff and the boys here yeah and when you think about what Criminal Syndicate likes to do well, so obviously they're going to play well with New doc. Yeah. I think they play great with Kingpin because you can park them on a point mm-hmm. and they can shoot and not be shot back because of stealth.
0: Yep. Um, and they play well with New Doc, because New Doc is once per turn, but they circumvent a lot of the restriction of once per turn by attacking on the opponent's turn. Exactly. Um, and I don't think Shadowlands Daredevil minds them either because they apply early pressure uh, and can potentially still get on points, which is the things he is looking for. Oh yeah, Shadowlands, I think
1: loves him as well. I think it, I, I think that Hoff and the boys fit with all three of these.
0: I think Hoff and the boys is a contender for one of the best three threats in the game.
1: Uh, it's definitely up there. Definitely up there.
0: Yeah. Um. So we have a character slot, uh, two character slots left.
1: We do, and. Lexa, I'm confident that somebody out there listening to this right now, whenever we talked about in-affiliation characters, is screaming either in their car, at their table, metaphorically, or at their job, whatever, about like, what about Rhino? Yeah. And I purposefully didn't mention Rhino earlier because I wanted to like invoke that a little bit. I wanted to get people worried that we weren't going to mention Rhino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, Rhino should definitely be in this list.
0: You have thoughts? Is that too many fours? Probably. Probably. I mean,
1: just... Probably. It is probably too many fours. However, the Splash 4 character is kind of in a popular place right now. Mm -hmm. And we're taking the Sentinel as our splash four, which I think are there other more efficient fours out there that you could use potentially, but having the Sentinel here and saying this is what we're doing, I think Rhino Rhino brings Robbery, which I think is a really great card, and he's also, as I've gotten playtime with Rhino, he's not a set-it-forget-it character. No, no. He's really great in a lot of instances, but he is tanky, but not the tankiest. No. And you have to really be measured with your use of him to keep him alive. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so I think under New Doc, he's got really good play with Kingpin, with his mobility and everything. I think it's it's hard to hard to to say no to that and then new doc more so than the offensive part of it being able to get a shield yeah is really great Fair. and and i think that that's one of those things that is is really valuable there and then like i said robbery is mm-hmm. so good
0: do I Do we take him over Shadowlands?
1: I'm kind of coming around to that idea. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I I think Shadowlands is really good. I think as this list has come together, it's been less and less Shadowlands-y. Yeah. Than some of the other ones. Like, Shadowlands, if you want a little bit of a breakdown on the strategy of how this character wants to perform... Uh, in a typical sense he wants to be the highest threat character for his team on the board and he wants to be able to spread out with a lot of rapid fire or multiple attack situations out there but you don't you disagree
0: uh yes and no i i don't know if while well, i think that is a plan i don't think that is the only plan for Shadowlands and fair uh as someone who has played a fair bit of uh Shadowlands OG Modoc he he can also just buff up a singular piece that wants to do well insanely oh
1: for sure I mean look a, a OG Modoc can be a assassin oh yeah for anyone that has an objective <laughs>
0: mm-hmm so,
1: yeah. and yeah so uh mm-hmm. and then a layer into that that og Modoc brings his own re-rolls that he can use to get those skulls and all of that stuff so i think in you're definitely right in that it's not one for one set it forget yeah. it and, mm-hmm. and do it that way but i think the best uh, maybe not best but i think one of the typical ways you're going to play shadowlands yeah. is spread out pretty wide uh-huh. and Having as many four threats as we do, I think limits that.
0: Yeah. It's it's I'm very much the feel I'm at the point where I think I get this gut feeling that there is something better to do with Shuttle Insider than that rapid fire list. And I I want people to start experimenting with him again and like pushing those boundaries again and not just resting on that rapid fire list. Yeah.
1: I I mean, I'm always in the like let's experiment and get something crazy going here. Yeah. Mm hmm. So yeah, I'm for it. But so, uh but
0: Yeah, I think we swap Rhino and Shadowlands.
1: Yep. I agree. I agree. I love Shadowlands like as a character by himself. I hate grunts, but I like Shadowlands. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I don't mind grunts. Hate them. <laughs> you know, it's that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So all right, cool. I put Rhino in here. So we still have two more slots left.
0: Yes. Um. Do we need a second two? Mm,
1: I think we're fine. I think Bullseye's fine, and I don't think, I don't think we we need another two just to okay. go ultra wide.
2: hmm
1: You know, like that, I think that more is a question of when we decide on what crises. Yes. We're bringing, and then it would be like okay, well. We need that extra two to secure another spot on, like, scoundrels. Yeah. Right?
0: Which... Eh, mm-hmm. you know, eh. But also, can't Fentanyl almost contest two points at once on scoundrels? I, I don't think that they've got quite the range. Okay. On that
1: big, uh, it's been a while. Since yeah. I've put scoundrels and sentinels on the table, so I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm being honest.
0: You can definitely influence like three points though.
1: Exactly, and you got to think about your restraint cable situation and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. You, your your impact in the zone of three points is enormous.
0: Yeah. Um, let's talk about an uh, a kind of classic uh, kingpin criminal syndicate splash let's hear it how do you feel about an ant-man
1: i was just looking at it i knew you were gonna say ant-man i knew it i ant-man was gonna be the yes so <laughs> so yes i like ant-man here i i think ant-man brings a couple of things to the table so one the new doc aspect of it will help make him a little bit more consistent, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's really the point. I think the point is his mobility and his and his counting as two on objectives oh, yeah. is going to be one of those things that's huge. And then when he's taking physical or mystic attacks, his defense is great. Yeah. Like being able to reroll any mm-hmm. is awesome. And then there's a little bit of like counter objective play where it's like, if someone's going to try to get an objective off of him, he can very easily just go like put that objective in a corner and be like, okay, cool, this is out of the game now, and I fly away and yeah. and go, you know. One of let's
0: not... oh, go ahead. One of my favorite things to do is when someone gives me the Diaosi walk. Uh, uh, when someone's playing Weapon X, I just deploy Ant Man in the back. Yeah, and then. Instantly transform your dossier is two tons of movement away from you. Do you want it that much? Exactly.
1: Oh, yeah. Ant-Man is very much anti-dossier tech. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so much. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think Ant-Man is a great choice for what we're building here. It mm-hmm. allows us, again, to be flexible with our point values. But one of the things we have to make sure that we do is you know, keeping... The, the threat value and the points and making sure we've got the right characters, that's why I think bullseye is so important. Yeah. What we could end up seeing is something like kingpin, bullseye, sentinel, that's 10. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man makes 13. And then Rhino gives your affiliated, you know, your Seven, next affiliated ten. character yeah. makes 17.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so yeah, I love Ant-Man here. <sighs> I, I, and I think we're not to tactics cards yet. But I think Ant-Man brings a tactics card. Oh yeah, he really, up Sentinel. <coughs>
0: mm-hmm. So, and then yeah. let's let's go back to that five threat discussion. Yeah, we should. Because we have what two five threat options in affiliation?
1: Yep, Claw and Ulik. Mm-hmm. Just double checking my work. Oh wait, and
0: no, we have Modok too. Yeah, but I don't think we're bringing him because we're already bringing Nudok.
1: Agree. Agree.
0: Ulik is very good.
1: Yes, Ulik. Ulik is one of those characters that, like, when he's on, he is on. Mm-hmm. But then it's like when he's not on, it feels real bad.
0: I, I will admit, most of my play of Ulick has been in. Red Skull Cabal, and it's a lot harder for him not to be on in Red Skull Cabal. Oh yeah, because he's just
1: power up all the time. And you also get
0: to turn one advanced RD D for four.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty gnarly.
0: Yeah, no that that team slaps. If if you are looking for a three box team, picking up Ulik for a uh. Because, like, you just need like some other dashers, and then Red Skull, and uh, Zemo, and ta you have a pretty solid three-box team.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, we're on our last character here, and anytime you're doing roster building, and you're trying to, like, you know, what's our last character kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. I think that you can start from a place of, well, I'm going to put this one in, see how it feels for a little bit, and then go from there. And I think Ulik is one of those characters that as that fifth or as that 10th character, I think he's really good. And you could say Ant-Man's our 10th character too, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm okay with Ulik here. I think Ulik's pretty great. Let's go with Ulik then. Let's go with Ulik because he definitely brings, uh, some, some fun, fun beef. Yeah. And seeing Ulik, Rhino and a Sentinel on the table Sounds so mean. Mm-hmm. Does it not? I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. That's a 17 list. That's a 17? What?
0: Kingpin, Rhino, Sentinel, Oolick. There you go. There you go. Oof. <laughs> if you want just the beef at 17...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think...
1: I want to to say that while I'm happy with all of this, I think there is a caveat mm-hmm. of now it would not be affiliated at 17 if you did this, but in terms of a five threat to consider would be Ghost Rider.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I say that because one mobility, Kingpin, obviously getting the consistency with with Modox mm-hmm. leadership great right, and all that. But one of the things to consider with a sentinel, especially the Mark IV sentinels, they get worse when they're injured. Yeah. Like really pretty not good. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being honest. And one of the things that Ghost Rider, where I mentioned Ghost Rider, is because you can bring deal with the devil and not feel bad about blowing up your sentinel. Yeah. You bring Ghost Rider back.
0: It's also, um, I think we're a little bit playing into the fact that the Sentinels get worse on their flip side by playing Kingpin leadership. They, uh Kingpin is a leadership that wants to win out before you get flipped. Yeah. It is a blitz leadership. And I think that is also the game plan that the Sentinel wants to play. If they yeah. wanna blitz the game before they get flipped.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. So I'm, I'm happy with, with what we've got here with, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you want to read it out or what, from character perspective, but I do think that Ghost Rider is something to consider whenever you're playing Sentinels.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and currently we have Sentinel, Nudok, uh, Kingpin, Hood, Bullseye, Kraven, uh, Howling Commandos, Rhino, Ant-Man, and Woolick. Yeah, I like it all. So, uh, I think the first thing we get in here is uh, if we can superpower Scoundrels.
1: Oh, definitely, in terms of Crisis. So, we're going to do Crisis before we do Tactics? Yeah. All right. Uh, So, I love Scoundrels. I think the 20 threat of Scoundrels is mm -hmm. great. I think we have some interesting ways to play Scoundrels with this list. Yes. It won't be the... The classic Kingpin Scoundrels play is to drop a bunch of twos on the table and just spread out. Mm -hmm. But I think with the threat ranges that we have with the Sentinel and his pull, and then if we bring in an Ulick, potentially being able to push people off of points, and if they don't get pushed off of points, they're just getting beat up. And then Craven's mobility
0: between points. Well, I'm thinking our list is Kingpin, Rhino, sentinel uh sorry yeah no let me reset kingpin rhino yes kingpin rhino sentinel ulic ant-man yeah
1: that's a solid bit that's 20
0: (laughs) a lot of mobility and a lot of displacement
1: yes yeah i love it i think that's that's solid as a rock
0: um Do we take extremists? So,
1: Sentinels aren't going to be able to shoot people on opposing extremist points. Like, if you're thinking about the diamond shape, Mm -hmm. you can stand on one, and then I'm pretty sure their range three doesn't necessarily reach the other one. However, they're able to yoink people off of said points, which is very valuable. Yes. I like extremists. But I don't know if it's the best one
0: for us. Mm-hmm. It's. I think we want to be at four points. Uh, four points on the table or higher. Right. Yes. That, that seems reasonable. Um, I think we also like we have a lot of flat reduction on our team,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which or, or uh other types of damage prevention that makes the healing off of extremists more valuable to us than anyone else. Um yeah. I think Sentinel's area of influence will actually be a lot more noticeable than you think because restraint cable double attack or restraint Cable move uh and I th- it's I think they're going to have a lot of influence in a way that works very well as a last activation character. Definitely. Um so I I think it's it could be really solid. Um, I can definitely see. Let's let's look at our other four-plus points on the table lists. Yeah. Because those are a lot less plentiful than they used to be. They uh, are. I think Infinity Formula, fine choice.
1: Yep. Uh, I personally would prefer Infinity to extremists, I think, in terms of the the way it's spread out. So you got to think again, visualize while you're listening to this, the distance between the two that are in line with another going from like, if we're sitting across the table from each other, Alexa, the, the two that are, are, are in line with, with what we're looking at, not perpendicular, but mm-hmm. parallel going across the table. Right. So the ones that are closest to you and the ones that are closest to me, those in line, are a lot closer than you think. Yeah. And so being able to place a sentinel where he can have that influence over both of the points on one side is really valuable. Yeah. And he's able to sit on the front side of one while impacting all of the next side, whether that's with attacks or with his pull, Mm -hmm. which is really nice. So the problem comes with infinity is when... You've locked down a side, but your opponent has pressed an advantage with Extracts and another side of the secure table and having to rotate over. Yeah. That's the hard part about that. But I think with what we have built here, we are able to cover those bases well enough with our mobility from Ulick and Rhino, that, and Ant-Man even, that we have the ability to reposition... As needed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I, I like this a lot.
0: I can definitely say Infinity Formula the second. I don't think we are a pay to flip team. Definitely not. I don't. I don't like that at all. And then I don't think we're a Maya Fisk team. See,
1: I don't. I don't hate it. I, I don't do. hate it. So I don't want to be stunned. Nobody wants to be stunned. Stun is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. However, when you think about what the Sentinel does, okay, as long as the Sentinel has two power every turn, they're going to be fine. hmm
2: Okay.
1: So even if there is a stunned Sentinel, they're going to have two power because they're going to gain their one power during the power phase, and then at the end of the turn, they're going to gain another one power. Power Matrix would go from two down to one. They're going to start their turn with two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that brings restraint cables online. I said earlier, you want to spend your power on plasma blast to try to refund it as much as possible. That's true, but on something like mayor Fisk, where you can run the game away quick Mm -hmm. with controlling four points and looking at the setup of mayor Fisk. They start so close together. I, I think I'd have to do the measurements but I think a Sentinel can contest both on turn one.
0: Terrain permitting.
1: Right. Terrain permitting, obviously. Uh, Everything we say about testing and influence when it comes to crisis setup, I think is with a little asterisk of terrain permitting, no matter what Mm -hmm. we say. Yeah. So with that in mind, I think Mayor Fisk is really interesting. And, And again, when you think about we've got these tanky boys... Mm -hmm. what what do we need our power for right does does hood need to not be stunned hood's fine not being er, hood's fine being stunned do hoff and the boys care about being stunned not really Mm -hmm. not really does rhino care about being stunned
0: yeah not really i think he does I mean, it's, I don't think he likes it. I don't think he likes it, but I don't think he hates it. And then Ulik hates being stunned.
1: Ulik no like he's stunned because then crushing leap is harder to get.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't, I think again, when you think about the runaway strategy, right? Yeah. Like we've talked about. The idea with a Kingpin leadership, and that's the thing, Mm -hmm. is Marefist is purpose-built for Kingpin's leadership. And again, a Kingpin's another one that like he doesn't like being stunned, but you can get around him being stunned. Mm -hmm. So, if the idea is park our big boys on these two middle points, grab an extract or two, okay, is gonna take an opportunity to go, go steal an extract from somebody with his, this is a robbery, and Sentinel's going to pull in somebody that's got an extract and we're controlling these center extracts. I I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I think 16 is not the best threat value for us. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably the, the reason not to do that. Yeah. But
0: I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm uh, it's, I don't hate it, but I'm also not in love with it. That's fair. And I think we have a fair bit of... So the thing about Deeds is you want to be able to transition between points. We have Ulick. We have Rhino. We have Craven. They are so able to transition between points.
1: That they are. That they are. Go ahead.
0: I, I think that is as much... Because I think, like, between Ulrich, Craven, Rhino, uh, Ant-Man, we have enough people that can transition between points to put together a team that can consistently get three to four points. Yeah. Even on turn one, on a D-shape. And that is super hard to contest.
1: Yeah, I, I'm... I would say I'm willing to try the Riot Spark Extremist yeah. option. Mm-hmm. I do think I, I personally like Infinity Formula better, but
0: but I also think that one point of list voting is a big difference for this list.
1: What an Infinity Formula versus Extremist?
0: No, no. Uh, May Fifth, sixteen to oh. Extremist seventeen. Yeah,
1: sure. I'm I'm. I can put to bed the, the idea of, this, of the Mayor Fizz thing. Yeah. I'm just saying in terms of Infinity versus extremists, oh. both being 17, I prefer Infinity.
0: And I think we play both. I think we go Scoundrels via Infinity. I think, uh, think Gamma is interesting too. Mm-hmm.
1: Because Ant-Man can get to that back point pretty easily. Yeah. As yeah. It is. Ah. Oh. It's not as good as it once was. No. Which I think is good. I think it's a good thing how they changed it. But being able, you could very easily turn one score four points and force your opponent to have to commit resources to save their back point Mm -hmm. all while you're continuing to score. Yeah. And again, you get into the idea of threat value 15, not necessarily the best... But I think it's
0: one we can work with. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. so. I think so.
1: I'd say one of the 17s, Infinity or Extremis, and then
0: Gamma. Okay. I I definitely personally would lean towards going Scoundrels, Infinity, Riots, just because I think in addition to being a very sturdy team with kingpin we have the mobility to play the wider not the down the middle objective but i can see the point on gamma
1: that's fine oh I'll, I'll i'll ride with what what you've got here this is this is your gig so we'll we'll go with no no we're
0: infinity. good
1: we're good no i know
0: it, i know we are okay
1: i mean it's and that's the thing i think we're we also gotta look at it from like this is this is I think what we built here so far. A very fun list. Yeah. I don't know if this is something I'm gonna be able to walk into a tournament and win with per se. <laughs> which is which is more than fine. Yeah. Which is more than fine. And I think playing for fun is great. And I think gamma the reason why you might not want to play gamma is because it opens you up to there are other lists that are much They're better good at gamma right now. That are better at it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: would make it. Pretty difficult.
0: Yeah. So. Um. First extract. I want to throw a weird extract. At you first. I love weird extracts. I think we're on Tessie team. I mean I don't hate Montessi at all. But
1: you want to talk about. What Kingpin. And what I think our list does well. Is that. Especially Kingpin. Like we've talked about. New doc a lot, but I think we're really leaning towards like okay, we're gonna play Kingpin first, Mm -hmm. and then New doc as the secondary yeah part of this.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And Kingpin, like you said, wants to score fast, and we've got four points from extracts available every round with all the extracts we or with all the secures we've chosen. Mm -hmm. So something like Montesi brings in that would make it seven total points on the board. Yeah, so you can. Reliably think if you can get to four every round, you're going to take an advantage. And by round four, you will have one. Yeah. So do we want to play something with only seven points? Do we want to play something that scores even faster than that?
0: Oh, I definitely think our other two options are super fast going. But I wanted to bring up Montesi specifically because one, it gives a flipped Sentinel, and attack that doesn't kill them. That's fair. Uh, and two, I think it is the team of Sentinel, Nudok, and Ulick is so scary on Montessi. Yeah. With just, like, the amount of mystic defense plus defensive tech they have against the Montessi formula. You utilize those Montessi so much better than your opponent.
1: Now, that I do agree with, so yeah, I kind of like it. I like Montessi, for again, coming from
0: playing so much Convocation,
1: I played it a lot.
0: Convocation and uh, Red School Criminal Syndicate are the two places that I think Montesi is in auto include. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, but yes, I 100% agree with you that we should be playing faster objectives overall, which is why my second uh, proposition is struggle for the cube.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think Q Fragments is just, it's so good. And you absolutely do not want to play Spider-Infected because you do not want to be moved. Yes. Yeah. I'm 100% with you on cubes. I think cubes is an excellent choice here. The next one, though, is where things get a little interesting. Yes. So, I think there's a case for scrolls because a couple of reasons. 20 Threat and... We've we've got enough beef where if we get moved, it's not the worst. Mm-hmm. But also, I hate being moved by scrolls. So yeah, there's that. Secondarily to that, it might not be the best threat value. But how could we play Criminal Syndicate without having Research Station?
0: Uh, yes, but.
1: Yes, but I love yes buts.
0: Also, how can we play Criminal Syndicate without Legacy Virus?
1: Well, we don't have the, we don't really have the best tools for Legacy Virus here.
0: We have,
1: yeah. Kingpin's forgotten part of his leadership. Yes, <laughs> definitely know that. Yeah, we
0: we have Kingpin's forgotten part of his leadership. We're not bringing Black Hat, which is like a essential for, it. um. But I still think we're more adept at it than 95% of teams. And I think more importantly, unlike with, say, a Catwoman Cell team, when we do get all three of it on the character that's going to explode, they're likely to make it to that end phase.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I I think with the way Kingspin's leadership, the forgotten part of it, which I keep saying over and over again, it's <laughs> Basically, Kingpin can spend two, or not Kingpin, any character that has an Extract can spend two power to move that to another ally within three. Yeah. So, if we can get all three, I definitely don't hate Legacy Virus, and I like 19 Threat, so.
2: hmm
0: Yeah. And we'll then... Leg- I like it better than Scrolls,
1: but you're also, you gotta make sure you get that six points.
0: The other option... And this this is a scary option just because there are some very good teams at it right now, is Senators. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hard
1: pass on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> too too afraid of uh, if uh, Mystique Perfect. Brotherhood. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, Senators
1: is a good one, and and it's one of those things where if there are, when you think about our crisis setup and everything. Eight to ten points on the board potentially at a time.
0: Mm -hmm. Eleven potentially.
1: Yeah, eleven potentially. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy, and you can literally win that crisis turn two if things go go well. And I do not think we have the tools for winning that crisis turn two or three.
0: (laughs) Okay, I I did it back in the days of Cube. Uh, old Gamma went on turn two. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not, not impossible. That, incl- yeah, I don't, that, that included a Proxima killing someone with martial prowess. Oh, nice. Proxima popped off that game. It's always
1: fun when she does.
0: Which, she's also an underrated piece that people need to pay more attention to. Fair. Uh, research Station is a very fair consideration. Um,
1: yeah. I think if you were going to take one out, um, you could take out cubes for research and probably feel okay about it. But mm-hmm. I like I this. I think this is a, a fun way.
0: So we, we have a uh, cubes Montessi legacy virus. Yep. Cool. Um, now, we have caught, and I think we start out with the criminal syndicate cards. Yeah. Which, all according to plan. Um, You
1: know, I'm okay with this because we, it's, it's one of those things where it feels weird to not have that in a criminal syndicate list. Yeah. But I also don't think that, I think the characters that we have are going to, by and large, be Dumping out their power, most opportunities, right? Like Modok, mm. Scientist Supreme, probably is going to be using his power a lot. Yeah. Kingpins, maybe not as much. But then Hood, maybe not as much. Bullseye, hit and run, parting shot, all that stuff. Yeah. Raven, maybe. Ulik, like right? And Ulik definitely spending yeah. their power.
0: So, but it's in. Yeah. A lesser talked about one though. Cruelty. Cruel tutelage. Oh, interesting. Cruel tutelage. Well, let's read what this does. So during a criminal syndicate character's activation, it may spend one power. Do play this card. The next attack made by this character, this uh, made by this character this turn, uh adds three dice if it rolls a skull. It, uh the attack uh, after the attack with all you gain stagger yeah
1: is the juice worth the squeeze
0: and I think as a blitz list opportune it's it's definitely going to be a card that the stagger will be not does not play into the end the the how the game comes out, either way, I think, with our list. Okay, because I think either we're pushing through enough damage that we're winning the game anyway, or yeah. we are whiffing and we are losing the game anyway. Yeah, that's that's
1: that's uh, uh, a. Yeah, I don't hate that. I I think it's one of those things where, man, if we had Shadowlands. Cruel Tutelage feels a lot better because then you can re-roll that skull into somebody yes. contesting an objective.
0: Oh, yeah. So, let, last, let's put it on the maybe pile because I do think Cruelty is the shout, is, is a good shout.
1: Yeah, I I personally really like Cruelty. I think it's one of those Criminal Syndicate cards that is a little bit underutilized because, I mean, it's a range five, five dice mystic attack for yeah. two power. Mm-hmm. This is pretty great.
0: And it's it got fancy new art recently it did it did
1: so yeah I like that I think cruel tutelage uh, definitely in the maybe pile
0: yeah um we aren't getting any Sentinel cards because all of them are wrapped up in the affiliation yeah yeah believe me I'm not happy about that uh we are getting this is a and pimp particles yep
1: Definitely that. And for those of you that might not know, Pim Particles is a another one of those like underutilized cards. Yeah. Ant-Man or Wasp may spend two power to play this card. Choose another allied character within three of this character, referring to Ant-Man in this case. Then choose an interactive terrain feature of size three or less within three of the chosen character. So if you've got a sentinel out there, then the chosen character throws it medium. So yeah. sentinel gain a medium terrain throw. And one of the banes of Sentinels' existences is terrain that they then have to mess with. Yeah, And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a pain in the butt. So the fact that Ant-Man can spend his power to let Sentinels throw things is oh, yeah. just so good.
0: Um, Let's talk about Rock and Troll. Because I, I heard you very high on this card. Oh, I love it. And I am more medium about this card. So
1: it costs Ulick a fair bit of power, three power. He starts with two on his turn, so you got to get him another power at some point. All right. The problem with this card is he'll drop objectives, I guess.
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: man. Okay, Ulick, you go place range five, and then you start beating people up.
0: My my thing about this card is he effectively has this card already on his character card because just of how far crushing leap is.
1: Well, crushing leap is far. Um, but as far as range five,
0: I think it's comparable to range five.
1: I'd have to look at the measurement on it. I, I think the biggest thing about this is it allows you to not only crushing leap and then get there what what rock control does is if you're playing an advanced r d strategy which i'm i think is in consideration for us here mm-hmm. you're able to get two attacks on the midline turn one you can't do that with crushing leap i don't think yeah you can you sure about that range oh yeah short short move plus the range two place that gets you the midline uh, plus the range 2 of the attack, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Does it get you to the other side of the midline, or just to, the, like, if they protected the midline? You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah. You you are contesting the midline.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I, I'm a fan of, of all kinds of displacements, so
0: um, that's why I control. Yeah, no, uh, for context you can from the from the front side of 1d crushing leap and being be able to attack an opponent that is on the front side of their their d that is how much distance you are getting
1: in one in one crushing leap yes so
0: you can get from your deployment line no from on a d map uh-huh from in between if on turn two you're at the front of the d. Yeah, and your opponent has position at the front of thirty. You can go to there. You can get to that in one. Yes.
1: I didn't. I, I haven't put you look on the table as much as I might like. I didn't realize that it was that far. I mean, I knew he. I knew he had the distance. I just didn't realize it was that far.
0: Yeah, because it's uh short, which is longer than range two, right? Plus yep. a base, which is longer yep. than, which is. Probably like one point five, plus a two, plus a, another one point, uh, plus a base, plus another range two.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it's a lot of distance.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, but I do agree with you as you brought up advanced D.
1: Yeah. So I'll put rock and Troll in the maybe pile. Yeah. Because I still even though he can do it all on his own, it's nice to not have to use an action to do it.
0: I I can definitely see that. Um, Some of it may just be from where I am coming from with Ulic playing him more in the Cabal side of things than in the Criminal Syndicate side of things, and he may have, and Rock Control may have more play in the Criminal Syndicate version of Ulic than it does in the Cabal version of Ulic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe.
0: Maybe, but uh, do you want to talk about restricteds now, or just yeah.
1: finish up the
0: basics? Let, let's let's talk about it restricted quickly. So definitely R D, and I think we want to play both for impact. Uh, yeah,
1: or or Indomitable, one of the two, but I think it's probably brace. Probably brace. So I think that there's an argument for something like Sacrifice mm-hmm. or Follow Me yes. with this list. I think there are arguments for that. But I think there is enough out there that can displace a Sentinel. It's not a lot, but there's enough out there that can throw yes. a Sentinel where the last thing you want is a is a critical size five throw mm-hmm. coming in your face.
0: And one of those we have on our team.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Because um, I have gotten the chance that this is a a Sentinel.
1: Oh, it's great. It
0: feels really good. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. Want to talk about disrupting a This Is Robbery? What about it? Uh, I think we bring Mission Objective.
1: I think so, too. Because we are playing Legacy Virus, is- so Mission yep. Objective plays into that aspect of it as well.
0: And if you do not drop the objective when you get This Is The Robbery, you do not get thrown. And you do not drop the objective if you are missioning objective it to somebody else. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, are there any other character specific cards that jump out? You know,
1: in terms of we've got eight tactics cards right now that that we've got here. I'm considering leaving, rock. you know, as rock and troll as yeah. part of our there. So part of me wants to play the Modoc cards yeah you know what i mean like the uh the george Tarleton specific one yes and and that like simpleton i'll do it myself is hilarious to me Mm -hmm. but the problem is i think that we won't we won't have fewer vps than our opponent for a while yeah and that's the big caveat on this one, right? Yep. So I don't think that's great. I think mind games is super fun.
0: Yes, it is super fun. It,
1: it might not, it might bite you in the butt, mm-hmm. but man, is it fun. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm for putting mind games in here as I, like,
0: yeah. I think mind games is actually a very solid call because we are trying to blitz points. Yeah. Um, and if we manage to get the mind games through, that is two VP, which is like a half a ton change. Yeah, which can mean a lot at times.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm here for it. I, I think I'm putting mind games in. I'm doing mm-hmm. it. Let
0: uh. It are we a recalibration matrix team?
1: Uh, you know, maybe, but I think more interestingly, we might be an escort to safety team. Yeah, because you're gonna have a sentinel that has has the power. Like again, maybe you didn't restraint cable somebody. Maybe you saved your power. Maybe mm-hmm. you end your turn on one, and then boom, you gain the two power from the uh from the ability, yep, and then you're, you're on three power, and now you've got a nice little bubble to save somebody. Now, we've got beef, so I don't think we necessarily need it, but mm-hmm. man, being able to say, okay, yoink, and save someone from an attack that somebody spent resources on I think is really valuable, but I don't necessarily think we need that. Very fair. You know? Another one that I think could be very useful for us is fallback, again, yep. with the sentinel and with these big bases that we're bringing, being able to say, okay, I'm surviving this attack, and now I'm going to get out of dodge.
0: Yeah. Um, Also, we have an Ulic, so do we play Eyes on the Prize?
1: That was another one I thought about, too, and I'd say that's probably the best option. Like, activating Ulic early, like turn one, to go get something off the midline feels terrible. But... You're pressing the advantage, like you said, with the blitz idea. Yeah. All of that stuff. So I I think that's probably the best option of the ones that we've mentioned.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it gives us the advantage that we want to press. Like, if we're already playing Kingpin, that allows us to say, okay, cool, now we can take a pretty solid extract lead, potentially. Yeah. And, and roll with those punches.
0: Mm-hmm. So so we finish up with eyes on the prize and then rock and
1: Yeah, I just uh, you know I just if we're if we're gonna play an eyes on the prize strategy, I think rock and might have to come out. Okay. Because I think that if, if it's one or the other in that instance, because then you could R and D a power over to Ulic and then use rock and roll and and all that stuff. But I think if we're trying eyes on the prize and Ulic is our eyes on the prize target, mm-hmm. rock and roll. To come out
0: yeah that is we the, won't use it. that is very fair
1: yeah because of the drop objective nature of it you mm-hmm. just won't have an opportunity to use it
0: so we've got room for one more yeah um and fallback is such a good card it really
1: is and i think it fits with what this team would be doing yeah in Staying alive, keeping keeping the pressure on, all of that stuff. I, I do want to revisit your Cruel Tutelage mm-hmm. discussion, though, because I also think Cruel Tutelage is very reasonable here. Yeah. But I think Fallback has more universal play, whereas Cruel yeah. Tutelage, it's, it's a little different.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely see that argument. So, yeah. that and, is... A complete list. Love it. Um, for everyone at home, the full list is Sentinel Mark IV, signed his Supreme, Kingpin, Hood, Bullseye, Craven the Hunter, Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos, Rhino, Ant-Man, and Ulick. For tactic cards, we have All According to Plan, Cruelty, This is Robbery, Pin Particles, Advanced R&D, Brace for Impact, Mission Objective, Mind Games, Eyes on the Prize, and fall back. For secures, we have superpowered scoundrels form Sinister Syndicate, Infinity Formula Goes Missing, and Riot Spark over Extremist 3.0. And for extracts, we have Montessi Formula Found, Struggle for the Cube Continues, and Deadly Legacy Virus Cured. Love it. This seems like a very interesting list.
1: It definitely seems fun and interesting. It's one of those things where, like, I think Criminal Syndicate is in such an interesting place yeah. that you can go a lot of different ways with it. And I feel like as we went through talking about things, we we focused not so much on the Sentinel, like which was the plan. But I think Sentinel here in what we've built is really interesting. Yeah. And you have to be careful with your Sentinel. So your Sentinel, the thing about Sentinels is they only have the three physical, but they have seven stamina. So being able to leverage their stamina and not let them be in a position where they're going to get as as double tapped or stuff like that. And then having Hood come up and heal them, I think it's going to be super critical. Mm-hmm. Keeping them alive, being able to use those strength cables and stuff like that is is going to be the important part.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you?
1: Oh, you can find me on uh, most of the discords out there. I'm at HPP underscore Will in the Morlocks Discord. And then um, you can check out the House Party Protocol podcast, wherever your podcast platform of choice to listen to podcasts is. I said podcast way too much right there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to see me in person, come to the LVO IS Qualifier. I'm running at Mark's Boarding House in Bellevue on July 22nd. The link will be in the episode description. Uh, I am super, super excited about the event, and I cannot wait to see what's going to happen. Last year was a blast, and I hope and I'm expecting it to be a lot of fun once again this year. Also, if you want to support the show, you can do so at Patreon.com/lexawhite, where you get bonus episodes, uh, access to the Discord. Uh, the dark Hold, my uh, com- uh, my bonus podcast about what I've been playing that has been a little delayed this month because I had a wedding into a bunch of uh, into extra work for the last couple weeks, so that should be coming out soon. Uh, but it's it's been a complicated week. Uh, also my quarterly playlist, there should be a new one coming out at the end of the month, so keep an eye out for that. This year has been really good with music, and I want to talk about it. Um. If you want to see me play something completely different, uh, every Saturday morning and most Wednesday mornings during the summer, I am at twitch.tv slash Games, talking and playing Arkham Horror the Card Game. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me. It's always a good time being over here, Alexa.
0: And keep experimenting, people.